Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Remind everybody that Texas sucks. He said it, not me. Welcome <laughs> in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. Yeah. Got a little pick of the week for you. AJ's going to hook us up here. AJ, who goes second overall in the NHL draft? Oh, this year? Oh, Adam Fantilli. You think Fantilli for sure? easily Adam Fantilli. All right. I think third is a way more fun conversation. You can pick third as well. Who goes there? Leo Carlson. So you think Mitchkov falls because of the Russian factor? I 100,000% think that Mitchkov falls not just because of the Russian factor, but because of positional need. Sure. Because you're going to have, and and this is subject to change (laughs) based on the lotto order. Of course. Because I could feel way differently depending on who, maybe. If, like, Columbus sneaks in there. Or well, because Columbus, the only thing they need is Thank you. Philly sneaks in there or something. But they need centers, too. Like, I don't know. Hard I don't know what that is. That doesn't that look like that fireball, fireball, but that's what we're going to drink. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully it's not pee. <laughs> it's, like, warm. <laughs> it kind of looks like it, it You're man. not wrong. Anyway. Before that, smells like fireball. Go over to DraftKings Sportsbook. You can bet on the second overall pick, the third overall pick. You can get really good odds yeah. right now if you no, bet Adam on it early. I, I would bet. I would bet a lot. Adam Fantilli goes second, no matter what. There you go. Jump on that with DraftKings. We go over there. Use the DNVR code. Bet five dollars on anything, and you get two hundred dollars in free bets just for going over there. It's two hundred dollars to mess around with. Literal free money. Jump on it. Use the DNVR code. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See the show notes down below for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Should we do these? Yeah. It's, it smells like fireball. It's not warm, so it's a good sign. The Avs pulled it off, champ. Dubs, boys. They got the Dr. Dubs. Like fireball. Not the easiest way to get there, but... You take it how you can get it. Y'all better get us to 100 likes again. I keep trying to set this stipulation. You don't follow. Yeah, I mean, if you, but, can, you can get us to 100 likes after the fact, chat. I believe in you. You can do it for us. It helps when somebody buys you guys the winner. Yeah, we, yeah, it's true. Someone in the bar hooked us up. Thank you, Maddie. Appreciate it. Uh, Avs win this one 3-2 in overtime Those over Arizona. I guess I'll do the 60-second rundown for us here. I can if you want. I, I'm not going to say no. You take it, dog. Okay. Uh, what happened in this game? The Avs dominated but oh, didn't yeah. score. So the Avs scored. <laughs> they did do that. They got a one nothing lead. It's true. 
Everything felt good. Dennis Morgan scored a softie on Connor Ingram, which set up a day of Connor Ingram not really playing all that well, um, which will be fun to talk about today. <laughs> and then uh, Arizona gets uh, a comically fortunate goal to tie <laughs> the game. And uh, then they get another one. Although that one was a little... There was some less... Uh, way more... Less way, bounces. Way, way yeah. less puck luck involved and way more of the F shit themselves yeah. uh, on that second goal. They go into 2-1 after the first period. Everybody's mad. Certainly me. <laughs> uh, second period starts. Uh, the Avs completely take over the game and end up tying it up. Survive, weirdly survive a Coyotes power play at the end of the second yep. period. Third period starts. Uh, the Avs give up zero <laughs> shots on goal. <laughs> Nobody scores. Yeah. Overtime starts. Kim McCarr steal, uh, scores uh, on a great backhand, and Connor Ingram has ball arena nightmares once again. Bam. That's the show. Let's go home. Uh, Great. I got to go. <laughs> I have somewhere Places to be. Places to be. Uh, look, and I think this is one of those games where the team that won certainly deserved it. Oh, easily. Yeah. There's no conversation, man. Even if you want to get into the, oh, the Avs had a slow start. Not really. They they, they scored first, and they, they're out shooting yeah, them. Yeah, it was 7-2 to it, two at one point, was, I'm pretty sure. And then yeah, it was 8-5. Like 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 yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's not like a totally dominant start, but in no world should they have been down 2-1 to one at the end of the period. But And then the, after that period, the game was just... Silly domination from Collar. You had that one Arizona power play was the only two minutes of the last forty and change when you include overtime. Yep, that Arizona looked remotely competitive. Yep, and Georgiev came up with some timely. He saves. did. Yep, he did. He, he had was two our big ones. Alexander Georgiev was our backup king of the game because yeah. he actually had some sneaky, awesome saves today. Yep. Really important saves. And that's that's the difference. The Avs get the saves they need. They play good enough hockey to win, and while they didn't get the goals to make this an easy one for themselves, they get the ultimate result that they were looking for. They do, and honestly, they get the result that they just flat deserved tonight. Yeah. There's yeah, no I, beating I around this bush of, of, oh, the Avs got lucky, the Avs this, the Avs that. They needed a, they needed a couple of saves out of Alexander Georgiev. Got him. Yep. It, got they, those. And the goals that, are, that, that got scored against, you're talking about... One on the back door, a puck, just a puck that goes off of an of yeah. Kale McCarr's takes skate, a terrible bounce on lands you. right on Jack McBain's sticks. The easiest goal of his life. He doesn't <laughs> do anything. They don't earn that goal in any way, in in my opinion. Just a totally lucky break. It just it just works for him. Yep. Yeah. Great. That's hockey. It's how it works sometimes. Yep. Second one, no, a nothing play, and Nathan McKinnon <laughs> just never picks up Clayton Keller. He stops. It's, he's looking around. He's trying to find a guy to pick up. Just stands there, it, does nothing, and Clayton Keller walks in alone and beats the five hole. Is that the one where Byron fell, or is that the first one? That was yeah. the first one. The first one was the one where Byron fell. The That's second right. one is the one where Byron I, just didn't do anything defensively. also was bad. But I, I genuinely don't know if I've ever seen Nathan McKinnon that lost on yeah. the ice. Like, just looked awful. Just just totally yeah. loses. And, and you see him look. Yep. But he, he doesn't look all the way, so he doesn't pick up Keller, and yep. nobody does. I saw people were upset with Taves, and, and you could see what Taves, Taves is doing. Taves took his guy. Taves yeah. is at least adjusting to where he should be going, where that guy is in the corner. He's like, okay. Uh, and it, it's, it's not like he just totally abandoned ship. Nathan McKinnon picks up nothing. Yep. He does nothing. He's there in plenty of time. He picks nobody he up. floats to the left dot and it's is alone. By <laughs> far the guy that you put that blame on the most is yep. Nathan yeah. McKinnon. 
And so now you're you're in need of all right. Nathan McKinnon needs to get one back, and he does on a on a great yep, shot I, on a power play goal. I, I, we'll get to that one in a second. I do want to wind it back because we're going to continue having this conversation. Dennis Mulligan scores again tonight. Yep. Sure, it's a softy, but it's a nice play. Yeah, doesn't do anything special. Just goes right around Yusuf Alamaki and just puts that five hole where Connor Ingram can't get is, to it. Is is Darren Helm the scratch when he's healthy? No. No? You put him in over Mulligan? Uh, right now, I put him in over Manietto. Okay. I, I, my, my point I'm getting at here is... Mulligan's playing his way well, into the this, lineup. The thing man. is, like, now you're now down to 18 games. You expect Mulligan eventually the hot stick goes away. Of course. And then the second that happens, you then put, you're like, you, okay. You take him out for sure. But Yeah, exactly. But for the moment, it, it's really hard to move away from that guy. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, he's been scoring goals. It's like 6 and 12 or something like that for him, I Pretty think. 6 and 13, maybe. Guy. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's, it's some of the only production that's coming out of those bottom two lines. Absolutely. As I don't know how you could sit him down. As long as it's working, for sure. Because you'll go seven games where he won't, and then it'll be like, well, all right, we're, we're home. Well, like, sure. We're, like we're if, back that, if that's the case, like if he cools off, absolutely, yeah. you switch him out. But like, that's what I'm saying. I, you, I, you wait until right, that happens. Right, right now, you couldn't be like, no way. yo, he's he's healthy. Let's sit Mulligan. No way. No way in hell that's happening. No way. Yeah. And you can't really sit Alex Newhook either because he got another point tonight. <laughs> <laughs> he just finds his way, man. He just keeps like, yes. on LOC. Like sneaking points. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would strongly consider an LOC. Honestly, the way his offense has looked, yeah. Well, and, and the normal excellent defense, excellent penalty killing. Uh, uh, it wasn't the, there today. The penalty it killing. It has been there the recently. The penalty killing. Yeah. It has definitely sure. been there yeah. recently. Uh, but for right now, I mean, you could easily make an argument that you scratch LOC and you put Darren Helm right there. Yeah. And, and, I, and you probably send LOC the message, too. Like, right. If yeah. you're scratching LOC, you're it's a one-game thing. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, you're sure. getting a little comfortable. So. Yeah. Just interesting that, that it's specifically that guy is one that's finding effect in in what this year has been. Yeah. Uh, with Darren Helm significantly closer than we thought to I returning mean, we thought, to we this thought lineup. He was done, yeah, right. So I mean, anytime you have a reaggravation of something you've had two surgeries for. Yep. Yep. For him to just turn around and be like, ah, actually I'm pretty good. No, it's fine. You're like, yeah. what the f okay. <laughs> Iron Built man. different. That yeah. well, that and Eric Johnson breaking his ankle and being like, All right, I'm, I'm good. Three guys. weeks later, <laughs> you're like, Dude, that's the craziest one. Yeah, you're like, what is happening did, right did now? Did he go see the same Dr. Lance Stroll went to? Like, <laughs> maybe, man. <laughs> just puts joints back together, <laughs> hey, like, man, just smash them together, and <laughs> dump it out, tough guy. <laughs> Make it work. Credit to Lance Stroll for that performance too. That was pretty cool for him. I don't know if I could drive a regular car down the road with a broken wrist, but yeah. Anyway, anyway, yeah. Uh, let's let's get into the McKinnon conversation here. On the whole, I don't really think he played particularly well tonight, but that doesn't matter. Damn, that was a. Big it, it it does not matter if he had a not great game on the whole because he's Nathan McKinnon, and on any given shift, yep, he can go out there on the power play walk in and literally shoot a perfect shot. Well, well boy, do you like the reverse of this a lot more? Because he makes the defensive mistake early. Yeah, and, and gets it back. Yeah, yeah, scores the goal, scores the goal sure. later yeah, yeah. to tie the game and then has an assist on the game-winning goal. Now, it's not because he did anything other than just say, hey, Kale, go do this. <laughs> but 
You like that a lot more than what we saw in the Seattle game where he has the great individual effort for the first goal and then the game-changing, crippling defensive zone mistake that led to overtime. Uh, I... Just know the, that the I reverse s- of this is way better. <laughs> Ch- chat, just know that I say this with love, but the Vegas fan in our chat is more high on the Avalanche in the playoffs than the Avs fans in our chat were for a lot of this game. <laughs> <laughs> He's afraid of the Avs in the playoffs. Should be. I agree. Colorado would body Vegas in five. <laughs> <laughs> on record. Yeah. <laughs> if they play in the first round, I'm picking Colorado in five. There you go. Doesn't even matter if Landy's in that series. And if it does, then I'm picking him in four. <laughs> the wow. sweep. If he's back, I'm picking him in four. And uh, these pretenders to me. Getting back to McKinnon, though, it, it's hard to remember how good of a player I think you get to watch sometimes with Nathan McKinnon. When he has a game like this, when he has a game like the other night, when he blows the Seattle game, but he's just that good. He's genuinely a top five player in the world. Well, you gotta let that boy just do his thing, and sometimes it's gonna bite you in the ass. Like I've said before, like, you ride or die with McKinnon, right? Like, when he's on, the team's feeling it. it. He's basically the lead for the team. The team goes as he goes. And tonight, like, again, like, he gets a long leash because he is Nathan McKinnon. He had nine backhand passes to Arizona in the first half of that game. And then corrects itself and scores a goal. And, I mean, look, on a, on, on a night where the Avs aren't getting the bounces, the puck isn't going in for them, where do they get right? Special teams. Yep. They get that the opportunity that you're guaranteed to get when they call a penalty is the one that they take advantage of. Yep. Yeah, and what you like about the power play where they score is that they had different looks. Yep. You know, it wasn't just McKinnon with a one-timer or Miko with a one-timer. The goal was, was literally McKinnon on the opposite side. Exactly, <laughs> and you saw as that power play was developing, you saw McKinnon moving around a lot more. It's been a thing that we've talked about a lot as, as a path to success for that unit because teams, when when the, the Holy Trinity sets up <laughs> the way that they normally do... Teams know what they're doing. Teams understand. They make a Triforce piece. Exactly. (laughs) They understand the three legs of that tripod, right? Like, they understand how to defend that. But when McKinnon moves around a little bit more and teams get a little scrambly because they're not entirely sure what he's going to do then, they become less predictable, less less easy to defend. And then all of that, and it's really just Nathan McKinnon just flat out beats a goalie with a great shot. Nothing about the power play. No exploitation of space. Nothing. That's just Nathan McKinnon just outplaying a goal. I mean, that's... Go ahead. I was just going to say, the other thing, too, though, is, like, it's the way that Phoenix plays... Phoenix, excuse me. Arizona. (laughs) You're old enough. I'm old enough. It's it's ingrained. (laughs) Sorry. Arizona. Just (laughs) (laughs) 1.0. Their penalty kill is very aggressive. Goes after the puck carrier quite a bit to where, basically, the abs had to move. They can't yeah. just play that standard. It's a good the game point. Around. On their first two power plays, it was kind of giving the abs fits a little bit. Yeah, uh, with that aggression on the puck. But once they start moving that puck around, mm-hmm. it's golden. And really, or teams skating around. Teams me. are teams are free to be really aggressive on the abs, uh, and because the abs have a very passive like, yeah. yep. like we're not out here trying to hurry this up. You know, like we're we're you know we'll take our time. We'll try and set it up. We'll figure it out. We'll be patient. 
But when the when the Avs break that, you know, that kind of full court press, if you will, that teams will do to them, uh, there are very few teams in the world that are going to be comfortable handling the Avs yeah. in kind of that chaos transition, slick playmaking mode where they their talent just takes over and it all becomes reactive and not something coached into them. Yeah. And it all becomes, hey, we're just playing now. Because that's where the Avs just, they, they waffle stomp most teams in that regard. When it's just, they, they get into that kind of, now we're just playing the game. All right. Well, when you get into sick pl slick playmaking mode with the ladies, make sure you're ready to perform when it comes to beating the goalie, if you know what I mean. I do. Trying to get a girl pregnant? <laughs> Hey, if that's something you're looking for, Roman can help with that. Yeah, that ramped up really fast from <laughs> just trying to have some sex here, please, to I am specifically attempting to plant my seed into you for the purposes of well, repopulating one, the planet. Put, put one past the goalie? Yeah. Like I, I'm that, saying, that is a term for making a baby. I'm saying, I'm. It's not just a term saying, for having man. sex. Just saying, Rudo Stardy just wants to get it in, man. And one step at a time. Wait, wait, wait. Just wants to get what in? Uh, your penis. Yeah. The, the thing that needs wrapping. Oh, got it. Look, whatever it is, Roman can help you with it when it comes to male performance in the bedroom. They have wipes that can help you last four times longer. If you have other problems, they got meds for things like ED, and they even can help treat low testosterone if that's an option. You can go to ro.co slash dnvr today. You can get a free consultation. They'll get you all set up with what you need, what you might help. Really, they're just here to help you with your sexual health needs. That's all they're trying to do. They're trying to make life easier. They're extremely discreet. They'll send you a package of what you need to your front door in discreet packaging. They'll take care of you, basically. So you can look good in the bedroom, unlike me with and whatever I have going on up here. On your credit card slip, it just says ro.co. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, nothing, nothing that gives it away. Nothing crazy. So go over there Privacy with Roman. Privacy is important. Make sure you're Roman ready. ro.co slash dnvr today. Also brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of dnvr. You know, you have a few of those before you, you're Roman ready just kind of how things work sometimes. Uh, you can get eight different kinds on tap here at the bar or go to breckbrew.com to find them at a local liquor store near you with the Breck Beer Locator. They're pretty much everywhere now, and uh, everyone is drinking the good stuff when it comes to Breck Brew. They have a flavor for everyone. Go check them out. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. I don't want to undersell how well the Avs played the second two-thirds of this game. Yeah. Because I get it. It's not on the scoreboard. I get it at the end of the game. That's the only number that matters. Well, and you really, really want to start racking up regulation wins in case you need tiebreaker help. Those are things you would like, but I just don't... I, I see this game, and I say, if the Avs play like that, they're going to score five goals regularly yep. if they dominate a team like this. Yep. I, I cannot be upset. Even if I think there were stretches of this game where McKinnon and Miko both really didn't play that well. Yeah. The team as a whole absolutely did what they needed to do. 
it's funny because we're like, oh, they didn't play that well, but I'm going to go look at Nat's stat track. They're just dominating. And yeah. it's going to be like, I'm expecting it to be like <laughs> 30 to 8. Yeah, something ridiculous. Just, just an outrageous number. We'll just do it. Uh, <laughs> anyway. It out real quick. I want to give credit to, to a number of different players in this game. We want to start with Georgiev. You already kind of mentioned was our second option for king of the game. Oh, my God. 33 and 10. Oh. Basically spot on. That was close, man. Miko's 32 and 8. <laughs> and Sam Gerard today was 31 and 5. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's ridiculously good. Uh, yeah. With those numbers, part of the reason you're giving oh, Georgiev Lord. credit for this game, the dude literally went like 20 minutes between saves at one point in this game. So you, I guess it's always a question, especially with goalies that haven't been with the team for a while. Varley, a great example of a goalie who would get better the more shots he faced. For the record, this is true of most goalies. I, I understand that. I, I'm not saying facing less shots they are, is better for them, but I think there is a distinction in goalies that do a better job of keeping their head in the game when yeah. they're facing less it's action. It's definitely a different level of challenge. Different style, even yeah. I would say. Like I think, I think the most comfortable goalie we've seen uh, in Colorado with that really low style, the really the, the that thrived a lot yeah. in the low shot style was Grubauer. Yeah, I agree. Really comfortable in that. Yeah, you know, um, we're seeing Georgiev has battled his way into those games and has really been fine. I would have been curious to see what it would have been like, what it might have looked like had he actually been tested at any time in the final 32 <laughs> minutes of the game. I mean, the end of one play like where he minutes did end up covering a puck at least. But. Yeah, and like the, there was scramble around the net. He does a good job. He was locked in in that moment, the one moment in the third period he needed to be. Yep. I mean, the other part of that, though, too, is when the Avs are trailing 1-2, right? He yep. made some spectacular saves and didn't allow that third goal to go in because I think that changes the complexion of this game. Absolutely does. You have a very concerned avalanche, uh, you know, forwards that need to score two goals now to get back in the game. Well, the big one is really they're 2-2 two -two, and then you have the Nick Schmaltz breakaway. Oh, right. The yeah. glove save on that. that yep. It's 2-2 two -two and yep. they're finally like they've clawed their way back into this. They've taken over the game. They're now doing, they're running downhill. You love everything that's happening. That glove save on Schmaltz, because that's exactly how Arizona wins games. Yep. They get their shit kicked out of them for two and a half hours, and they win 3-2 <laughs> because their goalie just plays well enough. He stops the first shot, and then the defense and they does get a little bit of nonsense. Just yeah. enough, yeah. and then offensively, they capitalize on the three chances they get all night. Yep, yep. It it's like... Arizona Coyotes hockey. Let's get lucky tonight. That should be the Roman. <laughs> Let's, Let's get go. lucky tonight. <laughs> there you go, Petey. If you're watching, that's your next one. They're he's doing got, their own he's got his own postmortem to do right <laughs> now. That's true. They're probably live right now, too. Uh, but I, I bring this up because on a night like this, where you are the dominant team, but you're not getting the bounces, it takes a village to overcome. Yeah. You just have to keep going. You <laughs> yep. just have to keep going. Yeah. And I really want to stress, I don't feel like Connor Ingram play, played well in this game. I tweeted out, like, Connor Ingram's got ball arena nightmares. And people are like, 
he thrives here. He's so good. And I'm like, look, the he Connor Ingram. a lot of games here, Doug. The Connor Ingram that had all the saves in game two with Nashville was way better than the Connor Ingram tonight. He lost that game too, by the way. Yeah, on a Kale McCarr overtime winner. <laughs> uh, he's now lost on to, to McCarr on the forehand and the backhand. So I guess now it needs to be like a one-timer next. Or a five-hole shot. One time, yeah, or a tip. Tip, no, deflection. Tip, yeah. yeah, we need a deflection. A Kale McCarr yeah. deflection. That's a crazy world. You're living That's in just him cutting it from in the net and the puck hits him. And yeah. it's like, Connor Ingram's really never coming back. But anyway, Connor Ingram does a great job in this game of stopping the first shot. Squared up yeah. to the first shooter. Yep. But everything after that was an absolute free-for-all that Arizona got wildly lucky on. Yep. You look at how Arizona scores their first goal. It's a save. It's a puck that goes off Kelma's car skate and lands right on Jack McBain's stick. Yep. The Avalanche never once got the equivalent to that in 80 shot attempts in this hockey game. They never once got that bounce. The closest thing that they got to it was a bouncing puck that Val Nichushkin got just the tiniest piece of to propel it forward. Eh, and I, it hits Connor Ingram. Yeah, that, it's not even like a reaction save or anything. It's, it's, it just hits yep. where he already was. I would say the Brad Hunt chance was close too. He just barely loses that race. Yeah, well, and that's the defenseman bails him out. You're right. Yeah. And that's where that's where you're looking, and, and you're like, for me, Connor Ingram just did not play a very high quality game here. They got all that bounce, they got all the puck luck in the world they needed. The Abs probably got the officiating luck today. I would say so, yeah. especially the goaltender interference yeah, it, with a minute no left call to play was, on Miko. You could definitely could have called that on Miko. But been. I mean, and then but right after that. They trip. They do. Cannon. They do trip. Well, they trip JT in twice. Yeah. JT? It was JT. It, oh, they okay. trip Confer twice in the offensive zone and get away with it where you can say that that's even, but had they called the initial penalty, no, no, they're no. not in that position. Anyway, I think the I, that's, that's where I fall on this one. Arizona got the puck luck. The Avalanche got the officiating luck. It ended up evening out uh, to a 2-2 game, and then the Avs just made a better play in overtime Yep, because the Avs lose that faceoff. Yeah, uh, yeah. I want to go over the whole the, play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They lose that face off, get control of the puck. Uh, Devon Taves, uh, Val Nichushkin, get control of the puck in the offensive zone. Just take it away from them. Yep. And then don't score. They lose control of the puck again. And then Kale just goes down and pressures the guy into giving it up. And you end up in center ice with the puck again. Yeah. And it's just dominance. Yeah. Yep. You, you, you don't let them... You, you don't let them... Get set up. You don't let them do anything with speed. You don't let them do anything I, in overtime. And and keep in mind, it's three on three. There's ice for days, and yeah. the Avs are trapping these guys in corners. And, and when you talk about Arizona, you look at Nick Schmaltz and uh, Clayton Keller and Matias Michelli. Those are shifty and, dudes. And, yeah. and Lawson Krause, who's really quick for his size. You're talking about guys who are going to eat up open space. They don't really have a great defender anymore um, with Chickered and Gostaspair gone. They don't really have a guy tailor-made for that situation now. Yeah. And I think it showed because pressured the, the Avs pressured pucks, got turnovers, and never never allowed Arizona to cross uh, their, really into their own zone yeah. with any, with any pretty, possession yeah, of the puck. Pretty much didn't. No. Nope. It, it's, it's interesting because for the better part of a decade now, you feel like that's what the Avs overtime is supposed to look like. For sure. <laughs> So I don't I don't know if something clicked for them and they figured it out. I know we've talked before. One of the big things that jumped their overtime game was separating McKinnon and Miko. Funnily enough, uh, but 
they've they've just found not that they've even been great in overtime, but it just feels more steady than it ever has for them. I yeah. would put it that way. Um, yep. You, you gotta you gotta take your dubs where you can on Absolutely. things like that. Well, and overtime overtime has bailed the abs out this year. That is, sure. that is where they've eaten greedy and made up a lot of points. I mean, because they've it, been very it, good it, in that it, format this year. It's bailed the stars out a lot this year too. Well, they've been but, bad in the format, but just getting but there they has get been them. yeah, exactly yeah. different things. If they were good in the format, if they were as good as the abs, they'd were, be running away. They yeah. would have the division yeah. somehow. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So it's it's interesting. The abs get the two points. As far as the Avs are concerned, they don't care about the point that the Arizona Coyotes got here. They do care about the regulation win. I tell you what, I care about that point because if it gets Arizona down to fifth in the mm-hmm. lotto, so that's a huge actually win for the best Avs. case scenario. It's <laughs> a huge win for the Avs. They should be going into overtime against these guys every time. <laughs> so you got to beat Canadians clean. Allow that's the them. Key. Allow them to maximize their points without without taking the second one. It's all. Got, I hope the next couple of games are in overtime too. <laughs> don't let the Coyotes get Connor Bedard. Hell to the nah. <laughs> Uh, you want this rebuild to take 10 more years. Yeah. <laughs> the eternal rebuild. May it never end. Uh, looking around the league a little bit here for the rest of the day. Uh, you currently have Vegas winning 2 nothing in Carolina. Uh, the Jets are beating the Panthers by one in the third. That was two at the start. Yeah, it's 4-3 three three now. It. It's what? It's 4-3 now. But Connor Hellbuck's level has dropped. Just enough, yeah. man. And that's what they can't have. The Jets can't survive Connor Hellebuck yeah. not being elite. Yeah, and then uh, Stars taking on the Kraken later tonight. But Let's go Kraken. Not the point I necessarily wanted to make. I, I still... It's the last time I'm going to address it, and then I'm going to move on. I still see people talking about the Avs potentially not making the playoffs this year. Look, it's not locked up till it's not it's, locked up, but it's like 92% it, chance. It, I, Go watch a Calgary game and tell me they're going to catch the Avs. You yeah. can't do a team it. a team with a multiple game in hand <laughs> yeah. disparity and is now seven points behind yeah. Colorado and is seven points back. They would need to be they would need to be eight points better across about fifteen games. Yep. Yeah. Do you think that's happening? So we say no, but you also look at the way that the Avs had this week. This homestand was did not go the way that yep. you wanted to. Which is funny because they went two one and one on it. <laughs> really not that bad. It really end. wasn't that they missed three of eight points in the standings on this homestand. So it's not bad, but you definitely wanted the second point against Seattle. And you definitely didn't want to have to go into overtime today. Yeah. For sure. Those are the two things. It's truth. Those are the two things, but you look at how the abs played in this hockey game, and again, it's just like the LA game. I don't think it's a bad game. Yeah. I don't think they played poorly. Mechanically. You could be frustrated. With how this sausage ended up getting made, my biggest thing with the Kings game was the heart. The try, the 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 intensity yep. didn't wasn't there, and the intensity was absolutely there in this game for sure, because they started out great and got better as the game went on. They absolutely had it. They just they just had one of those hockey games, but they win it. Yep. Yep. The problem with those games is oftentimes you lose them. Yep, they uh, got that point today. And you survive. You survive one of those games. It's not to say all is well. That you shouldn't be concerned that their only clean win of the week, the only easy one that they had, was the easiest scheduled yep. win that they've had in three months. <laughs> it's really been that long. I guess it has. It was December first. Is the last time they had a rested team. Jeez. 
That's a uh, that's brutal. Yeah, and they go into their fifth one next week, where it's the opposite. Yeah, they go into their fifth rested team on a Sega Baba. Crazy. So when we talk about easiest schedule going forward, the last really hard part of the schedule is next week. Yeah. It's this yeah. is the upcoming Toronto Ottawa back to back really. Yeah. Which but, which really makes it that much important that they go out and do this again against Montreal. Exactly. It's really the Toronto Ottawa Detroit three yeah. and four. Yeah. Eastern trip. At the end of those trips, teams are always really iffy. Yep. And Detroit is playing great hockey right now where they're probably not going to get dominated like they did in Ball Arena. They played a good game today against Boston. They've been putting together. I mean, they've snuck yep. themselves into the playoff race legitimately. Yep. On the outside of it. Um, Ottawa, too. Yep. Well, <laughs> Detroit making the playoffs is, should be illegal. So make sure you're going and getting yourself some illegal Pete's. Delicious burritos. Blaze Snap decisioned it at the first intermission today. I did. It was either wings here because those are bomb. They are. Illegal Pete's and I, I took the walk down two, two blocks and yep. got some. Just, you can do it in an, an abs intermission from here to Illegal Pete's and get your burrito. They have delicious fresh ingredients, something for everyone. Even if it's gluten-free or you have allergies or anything like that, they have options for oh, you hell on yeah. their menu. Hell yeah. Kane just got yeah, pummeled. Evander just, Kane tried to put the douchebag suit on, and Michael oh, Punting ripped it off. Now he's trying to punch people while they're on the ice. He's punching the ref at that point. <laughs> uh, go over to Illegal Pete's. They also have happy hour from 3 to 6 p.m. Uh, with some delicious margaritas. I know most of the DNVR crew was down there the other day enjoying themselves. Tiff was there. She had a good yeah, time. Man, you can keep writing novels in chat, or you could listen to us address the conversation that you're having. Definitely They're not missing the, the playoffs, marks. brother. What was that? Spicy Margs are definitely my go-to. Oh, the Marg? Yeah, you were... Yeah. Oh, that's Spicy. right. You had to put a jacket on here because you lost your Marg coat. I remember. You got all cold. I got all cold. <laughs> I yeah. lost my buzz. The margaritas keep you warm at they Illegal Pete's. Dude, they do. Last night, I was. I had Margs during happy hour yesterday sitting outside as the sun was going down. It was getting colder around me, but I wasn't because <laughs> Margs just kept me there. There you go. That's the way to get it at over to Legal Pete's. And then when you inevitably have a hangover in the morning, Athletic Greens will be your savior. Just one scoop in your cup of water every morning. Not only is it a great hangover cure, it's just great for you. You put it in there, you get 75 different vitamins and minerals every single day, electrolytes, adaptogens. Tons of athletes use it as their daily routine. A lot of them use it as part of their workout regimen. It's just good for you. Great stuff. Gets you healthy. Boosts your immune system will make sure you're the best self that you can be. You can get it today at athleticgreens.com slash avalanche. Go over there, get your order. When you do, they'll give you a year's supply of vitamin D gummies for free, just for ordering. Jump on it. Go get the good stuff with Athletic Greens. Take control of your health today at athleticgreens.com slash avalanche. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Our king of the game for this one. I mean, come on, dude. Kale's nasty, right? He's just nasty. <laughs> and what else just do you got say? Other gear. Yeah, I mean, you can see it building in the game. Yep. Yeah. Like, yep. There were different moments in this game. Like, he should have absolutely had a goal in the first period. He just got blocked. Yep. yep. Had a couple of other shifty moments with yeah. shots like that. Near the end of the third, had that one where he ramped up the coast to coast, and the yep. puck just kind of rolled off yep, his stick at the blue line. Like Ten seconds left or whatever. Yep. I'm like, come on. <laughs> yeah. You could just see it kind of building, and then and nothing special. 
McKinnon hands it off to him at center ice. McKinnon drifts over to left. The defense has to obviously respect. respect yeah. And so they did that. And then Kel McCarr just used his footwork and out skates. I don't even know who the Coyotes defenseman was. Yeah, but go back. had him beat wide and the guy sold out <laughs> to try and stop him going wide. And McCarr saw he was running out of room and was just like, okay. and just cuts it back inside. <laughs> yeah. And the Coyotes defender was whoop, gone. <laughs> and then it's a it's a backhand that just beats Ingram yeah. because, again, Ingram didn't play that well. was not playing yeah. particularly well and was slow he, to move over. Ellen McCarr just puts the slowest hesitation on it. Creates yeah. that little extra space on the outside. Yeah, and, and he be, I mean, it's not like he gets it over a pad. He get it. He got it around yeah, the pad. Yeah, exactly. That's how slow Ingram was on that move there. McKinnon and Ranton are just like so jealous. <laughs> he scored a backhand goal. <laughs> McKinnon, <laughs> McKinnon did have eyes for that backhand today. Yeah, well, and Miko scores some sick backhands in his life, so he's like, respect. <laughs> McKinnon's just like, I don't even know what world that is. <laughs> <laughs> he's got. I got a laser forehand. That backside needs a little bit of work, maybe. But <laughs> JJ Mosher, cool. Was the defenseman. There you go. The more you Doesn't know. Doesn't really matter. That guy was not equipped for that situation. Was not ready for the kale bomb. That was an old boy moment. Yeah. <laughs> so he's absolutely king of the game. He was awesome again yeah. today. Um, you know, his two best games have been against San Jose and Arizona, which you're like, you like to see it great. against the real team. You but you'll t- obviously, you're not complaining, but. It's better uh, than losing those games. Yeah. Oh, absolutely true. I like that I said Detroit's been competitive. One six and one in their last eight. Oof, nice. Rough. <laughs> nice. Once upon a time they were a competitive hockey team. Uh <laughs> I I think there's a lot of things frustrating about these games. Yeah, for sure. I just don't know that it's worth nitpicking right now. I agree. I oh, where I think is the most the thing that I care the most about now that they got the two points because that was obviously key. Yeah. yeah, get it, get the two. You don't care about the point that you give to Arizona. In fact, you probably it's, cool the, with it's that. for the better. <laughs> like in in the depending on how Lotto things go, maybe you're like, yeah, it's all good. But you give up zero shots on goal in the third period. Yeah, <laughs> literally cannot play better. <laughs> like you're not talking about. Oh, they just they scrapped and they clawed and they. Oh, it was it was so tight, and oh man, they didn't separate from Arizona. They bodied the Coyotes today, and were it not for Connor Ingram getting the best of all the luck, I mean, we talked about it on the watch along. You watch multiple pucks. There's a Valentin Chushkin yeah. shot on goal early in the game that Connor Ingram was so out of position to stop. That's why he stopped it. <laughs> because if he had been sliding had across, he been properly, sliding across yeah. like he, like you're taught, it probably goes five hole and he gets beat. Yeah. But because he was so slow to react to it, his pad was still on the ice as he was trying to get across, and it yep. ended up hitting his pad. Like that was the kind of that was the kind of game that Connor Ingram had today, and that was the kind of game that the Avs had shooting in his general direction. Yep. Where things just, they didn't have the special shot more than the McKinnon goal. Yep. And then the McCarr goal was just a little yeah. different. but Not I really the shot that Also still think Ingram played poorly. Yep. And they just kept at it. Like, yep. the one thing that you we've seen from the Avs that has left me most concerned this year is that their level will drop when it doesn't go their way. And it did not in this game. And it yeah. didn't go their way, and they just kept going and kept at it and kept hammering away at it. And it's not, it's, it's not like a 
big feather in their cap to say, go team, you're <laughs> dominating this game, and you kept doing it. That's like great, but that's also, what you should do. Yeah. That's that's the expectation, but that expectation hasn't been met often enough in these kinds of games this year for the Avs. Yep. For me to say that it's not a big deal that they did do it today, to just wave it off. Yeah. As well, that's what they should be doing. Okay, we've seen that they've not lived up to that though in games against bad teams at times this year. And that's that's where a lot of the frustration has come in is the points that they've left in those games. Yep, they didn't leave any on the table ultimately tonight. And that's honestly that's where I'm good with leaving it. Unless you guys want to add any final thoughts. No, that maybe was a sick play from Toronto yeah, right yeah. there. Well, and you see how poorly Skinner plays that. Yeah. He's already halfway out of the net. It's like you can't do that with a shooter as good as Austin Matthews. Yeah. Yep, he'll make you pay. You bum. <laughs> <laughs> I assume our two down votes are from PHNX listeners. Maybe the Vegas guy that you were just gonna. No, I was giving him props. Uh, uh, AJ wasn't. I didn't. <laughs> you did say abs and four if Landy's healthy. It's fair. Yeah, I said uh, they were pretenders. Pretenders called them pretenders. Yeah. Also, you guys, you're slacking. Hundred likes is what it's supposed to be for winner shots. All right. Yeah. Get it together, chat. Uh, we're going to wrap this one up, though. We appreciate all of y'all hanging out. Of course, we got lots more coming your way. There will be post-game coverage between, I don't know if Jesse or Megan's right in the post-game thing. AJ's got his studs and duds. Yeah, I would imagine it's Megan. Uh, I will have my review video up tonight. So, The usual. The usual stuff. Keep it yeah. locked and loaded with DNVR. Uh, we appreciate all of y'all, and we will. we're off tomorrow. We're back Monday for the game. Yep. So that's when we'll see you.